This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. $134 million at the North American box office. Yeah, you'd have to be living in a cave to miss all the talk about this one. James Cameron's Avatar The Way of the Water opened this weekend. It is a huge film, both in terms of its length, also in terms of its story and cinematic innovation. Well, Rick Forchuk is our go-to for all things film, and he took a closer look at this, and we're lucky to have him join us. Ricky, you know, i got to ask, first question, we can't ignore it. Three hours too long? Yeah, well, to be to be factual, three hours and 16 minutes, uh, first of all. Uh, it is a bladder-challenging movie, but it's full value for the length. Uh, there was not a spot in there, Bruce, that I felt like uh, I was getting bored or looking around wondering what I should do next or wondering what would happen next. It actually just slipped by in a hurry. Um, what I liked about that long running time is that uh, in addition to this being an action-adventure movie, it's also a very strong character-driven movie, and it's all about family and the strength of family. And as a result of the long running time, you really get into the characters of the family members, the people both good and bad, and instead of something that just rushes from one set piece to the next, this allows us to understand what's happening, understand the depth of what's happening, and again, because this is so much a relevant story, uh, that of indigenous people being uh, supplanted and replaced and abused by the um, the people from outside that realm, uh, it's uh, you know you can't help but think about uh, residential schools and you can't help but think about the kind of treatment that has happened over the years, uh, not only to indigenous people but as we learn in the way of water, uh, the you know there are elements of the movie Jaws here, there are right. elements of uh, Moby Dick, and uh, the uh, it's very much a story about the environment as well as the people. So uh, long answer to a short question: How did it work for three hours and sixteen minutes? I thought it worked very very well. No. Uh, it needed to be that length to get the job done. I remember going into watching the first Avatar, and we're going back how many years now? 13 years? Uh, 13, in between? yep, 13 Yeah, years. 13 in between the two. And with the first installment, uh, I knew it was going to be a visually spectacular movie. What sort of thing do you go into a movie like this really expecting? What sort of mood do you have to be in? Well, a couple of things, Bruce. It's a good question. Um, one of the things I would recommend is that um, even it's been 13 years, and even if you saw the original in the theater, uh, I decided to go over to Disney Plus where the original Avatar is streaming to watch it again, and I was amazed at how much I had forgotten about this movie. Just amazed. So if you have an opportunity to see it, uh, the original, before you go to the new one, that's great. Uh, the problem with sequels of every sort especially those that are done using a groundbreaking technique such as the original Avatar, where mm -hmm. an entire world is created we've never seen before, is, okay, now that's been done. What are you going to do for an encore? Uh, well, what they've done from an on, for an encore is they've gone to the water and away from the boreal forests that were the uh, habitat of the original Navi people in the first movie. So what you can do as you approach this is just go with the flow. 
what I found so unique about this film is that it wasn't long before I did not feel like I was watching a movie. I felt like I was in the movie, like I was a part of the movie. The 3D, which I would really recommend here, is so all-encompassing that it makes one feel like you're really there. And when you look around at the, the habitat and the characters, it feels so real. So be prepared for an experience. And I don't want to oversell it because when that happens, people say, well, yeah, I went and the guy said it was really, really fantastic, but it wasn't that great. Uh, I don't want to oversell it, but I do want you to know that uh, this is an experience. It's not just a film. And there's so much depth to it. And it's beyond that. It's also an action adventure thriller. So it's got it all. And I would just be ready for a good time, Bruce, just a really good time with this film. Will this have any life afterwards when it eventually comes out for the home screen? Uh, yeah, it will, uh, because it's still a great story. Now, the, the 3D is fabulous, and it does need to be seen the first time, at least in that format. Uh, but I think it'll have great legs. A couple of things here about this movie. Um, number one, uh, the, uh, the the word is so strong. Uh, it's going to be there for repeat business for a long time. Well, I would not be surprised if Avatar is still running in first-run theaters by in the middle of January and maybe even beyond that because the word of mouth is so strong. And yeah, eventually, eventually it will show up on the small screen, but they'll do so as part of a marketing plan because there are three more movies planned for this. Uh, these have been done simultaneously with Avatar, The Way of Water. And um, each one of these is going to be a set piece unto itself. And I think we're going to be set up with a, you know, probably a DVD release with all kinds of outtakes and all kinds of interviews. James Cameron is a genius. He's a certifiable genius. And the job he's done here to both entertain and inform us is phenomenal. So I think this one will live many lives beyond just this time in the theater, Bruce. Do you think this is James Cameron's final piece? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure. I think that um, he is so good at what he does and such a smart director yeah. and such a smart writer of story that anything he does stands alone. I mean, at one point when he did Titanic, we would say, well, that would be the ultimate. Right. Uh, but af after Titanic, we have Avatar. Now we have Avatar, the way of water. And I don't know what else he has up his sleeve, but uh, he's a remarkable individual. I was just talking with somebody who's a Hollywood writer on the phone this morning, and he had just come from a meeting with James Cameron. And he said, you know, the guy really gets a bum rap in the medium. He's one of the warmest, smartest, uh, most interesting people I've ever spent time with. And I've never had the opportunity to spend time with James Cameron. But I know he gets knocked around quite a bit in media. But uh, those who are on the inside uh, just revel in his genius and uh, revel in the light. So I think he's a remarkable person. I think this legacy that he's leaving with the kinds of films that he's produced is just sensational. A uh, hundred years from now, people will still be marveling at them, I'm sure. Well, I guess we're too late for the Oscars uh, this year. But The Way of the Water could be around for some uh, some picking up some statues uh, the following year. Yeah, well, it's going to be all about the cinematography, uh, the underwater scenes. I think that that's where it will be. It's not likely to get any nominations for Best Actor uh, or Best Actress or Best Supporting Anything, but for sure cinematography, for sure screenplay, uh, hopefully Best Picture, although big, big movies like this rarely get Oscar consideration in that regard. But it is an experience, and thank you so much to Rick Forchuk for that. Have a safe and happy holiday.